0: everybody this is Kaysen and welcome back to another episode of hey kids this is Titans Talk with Kaysen a very official Tennessee Titans podcast joining me today as always my co-host my mom
1: what's up we're back
0: yes we are big win Sunday
1: it was awesome high five to that
0: yeah um Titans beat the Broncos uh 17 to 10 on Sunday huge win Tannehill came back from a ankle injury this Sunday and just absolutely balled out the titans offense did a really solid job against the denver broncos who have the best pass defense in the nfl uh nick westbrook akine scored the two touchdowns for the titans in the air including a big one uh, right at the end of the game just to seal the victory just the atmosphere and everything about this team has been great they had they bounced back great from kansas city i think all titans fans are really proud of how hard this team has fought in the defense man they just keep grinding out wins, these low scoring close games. They keep grinding out grinding out and giving the offense opportunities to score and I'm just really proud of the team for that.
1: Yeah, me too, man. It was kind of a slow half, uh the first half. It was so back and forth back and forth back and forth punting. And according to our friend Lucas Panzica from 1045 The Zone, there were a total of 8 143 punting yards between the Titans and the Broncos. And that's the equivalent of almost eight and a half football fields. That was just boring. (laughs) I can't think of any other word.
0: Well, what can you expect when you're watching the Denver Broncos play with Russell Wilson?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. You know, and Tannehill, he, he, I wasn't sure about him. I thought, man, he might've come back too soon. But then right before the end of the second quarter, he had that long drive, you know, pretty good run for him. And you could kind of see just him, you know, fighting through that pain and that ankle. And it's it's still not 100%, but it kind of was a big win. At first, it didn't feel like one, but yeah, it was, it was really good.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, the guys grinded hard. And according to John Glennon of Sports Illustrated, the Titans haven't scored 20 points since October 9th against the Washington Commanders. And they are three and one during that stretch. That is just that just shows you how even in low scoring games, uh, this team finds a way to win.
1: I'm looking around at different teams across the league. There are a lot of lower scoring games. Nothing like blowing them out of the water. I mean, of course, we're not going to get the numbers that college football does, but that just shows that the defense. There's so many good defenses out there that are preventing teams from scoring. It's um it's really interesting. But yeah, that's a crazy stat. The Titans defense was down six starters after David Long Jr. went down and seven counting Harold Landry. And they still held the Broncos to only 10 points while consistently, consistently harassing Russell Wilson all day long. And they've only allowed 84 points over the last six games. And that's the fewest by any team during the last six games.
0: That's a great stat to hear. And defense wins championships. And uh, this team could get it done this year, especially with the defense. It's kind of flip-flop from 2020. Um, at 2020, our offense was incredible. And now you have um, our defense being incredible. And I think that's just a really big factor in how um, we're going to win games.
1: What about the 2021 season?
0: Our offense did struggle a little bit, but um, it was consistent and our defense was getting there. Now it is where we wanted it to be.
1: Jim Wyatt brought up a good point. He said, for the first time in 2022, the Titans opponent did not run an offensive play in the red zone in Sunday's win over the Broncos. That's a great stat to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit of NFL trivia from Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. She said that the Titans lead the NFL with eight different players having at least one interception this season. In the final minute of the victory over the Denver Broncos, cornerback Terrence Mitchell intercepted a pass at the goal line to help seal the win. It was Mitchell's first interception of the season and his first as a member of the Titans. He's become the eighth Titans player to record an interception in 2022. Linebacker David Long Jr. has a team high with two interceptions, while seven other players each have one. Safeties Kevin Byard, Andrew Adams, and Amani Hooker, defensive lineman Tier Tart, and cornerbacks Roger McCrary, Christian Fulton, and Terrence Mitchell no NFL team in 2022 besides the Titans have recorded an interception from eight different players. And since 1999, the highest single season total of Titans players with an interception is 10, accomplished by the 1999, 2007 and 2012 squads. And with six more regular season games left, I think we're going to get it done. I think that they will go into the record books again. Just more proof that the Titans defense really is elite. And, Kaysen, like you said, they could definitely win a Super Bowl for us. Yeah. The Titans now have 70 players that have put on a Titans uniform this season. Last season total, what was it? 91. Incredible. And that last year set an NFL record for most players ever on a team during the regular season. And I think we actually might break that record because considering we're going into week 11 and there's still players that were just signed to the active roster today.
0: I think we are going to break that record this year.
1: Yeah, sending all the healing energy out to all the guys I know that Ben Jones, he's in concussion protocol. He got a concussion during the game. And he's only missed one game in his entire high school, college, and NFL career. And we talked about that earlier this season. So it'll be interesting to see who is going to be available. I know Corey Levin has been practicing in Ben's place. He is the backup center. So I don't know. We're going to have to see. We will definitely have to wait and see.
0: So some Titans franchise trivia is King Henry reached 1,000 career receiving yards during Sunday's game against the Broncos, joining Eddie George and Chris Johnson as the franchise's only players with 7,000 rushing yards and 1,000 receiving yards with the Titans. We got the stat from Jim Wyatt. Titans' defense on Sunday improved its streak to six consecutive games with three or more sacks. They had six. It's the franchise's longest streak within a season since a six-game run in 1979. It's also the longest active streak of its kind in the NFL.
1: Well, it's that time, and I feel like we're rushing through the show, but we really have another game tomorrow night, so we're moving right along just like the team is. But uh, now it's time for one of our favorite things. It's Mr. Jim Wyatt's Britches Report, brought to you by...
0: Mr. Jim Wyatt.
1: (laughs) Yep. It's Mr. Jim Wyatt. Take it away, Mr. Jim. This is Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's Britches Report is Navy jerseys and Navy Britches.
0: So Navy over Navy, if you're wondering why they are wearing Navy over Navy, is because the Packers said that they are wearing all-white they're all white color rush uniforms, and this is the first time they'll be wearing that since 2019 in Detroit. This is uh, the last time the Titans wore All-Navy on the road, was in Los Angeles for Sunday Night Football. And here are some Titans Uni Tracker stats about the uniform. This combo has only been worn one time this season, and that was the home opener against the Giants, where they lost by just one point.
1: Womp, was heartbreaking.
0: It'll be the sixth time the Navy Britches have been worn this season. And we love this stat. The Titans are 4-0 in this combo on the road. High five to that. 5 and 0 this uh about to become 5 and 0 this Thursday.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I you know, I really do actually love the all monochromatic navy because the navy helmet, the navy britches and the navy jersey, probably navy socks. And I I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a nice look and a little intimidating in the snow. I'm going to go with that.
0: Well, it wasn't pretty the last time we went up to Green Bay, so.
1: Yeah, this is Kind of a revenge game, I guess, huh?
0: In a way, yeah.
1: Well, find both of our friends, Mr. Jim Wyatt and Titans Uni Tracker, on Instagram and Twitter at J Wyatt Sports and at Titans Uni. Also, be sure to check out Jim Wyatt's articles on TennesseeTitans.com. And if you ever have a question for him, you can submit it through his mailbag. And that publishes every Tuesday and Saturday. So check it out on TennesseeTitans.com.
0: Big shout out to both of those guys who give us all the good info and stats every week.
1: All right. It's my favorite part, truly. It's Kaysen's forecast and crucial keys to the game. Take it away, Kaysen.
0: Yeah, so we are heading up north to Green Bay to play the Packers. Packers have not looked that good this year, Um they are 4-6. and six. Not, I don't think people expected them to be at 4-6, six, maybe 6-4. Six and four. But Aaron Rodgers have, has really struggled. I mean, um, there's a whole lot of con- controversy going on, whether he wants to stay in Green Bay or not, um, how this could be his final year. Um, it's been going on for the last two years, actually, whether he's going to stay in Green Bay or not. And this might be his last year. So uh, maybe the Titans can beat him for the last time in a Green Bay uniform.
1: I am 100% here for that.
0: But yeah, Packers don't really have any receivers since Devontae Adams left. I mean, they got some really good receivers with Alan Lazard, uh, Randall Cobb, and um, Robert Tunyon. Those guys can really make a play downfield and um, catch catch the defense off guard. So my first key is give Aaron nothing. Just don't give him any receivers. uh, Don't give him any options, and he will make a mistake. We saw the Jets do this in uh, Green Bay, and it worked out perfectly for them. Uh, Zach Wilson got the opportunities. That's what Tannehill needs to have this Thursday against the Packers. My second key is offense is big-time start. Big-time offensive start. Um, We really need to get it going, and I get it. It's going to be cold. Uh, The weather might be a factor, but... the titans are just gonna have to have a big start this uh thursday just get a ton of momentum going maybe go up 21 nothing on them really quick and uh yeah just get some quick strikes early and my final key is the weather means nothing it's most likely going to snow in Green Bay this Thursday and the last time it snowed in Green Bay and the Titans played them they lost uh, by a lot <laughs> it was not it was not a pretty sight if they can just not let the cold weather matter like they did like it did Sunday I think that we have a very uh, realistic shot of winning this game I mean we're a we're favored to win but I, th- I really think that the weather could be a huge factor with the Packers obviously being used to playing in cold weather and it'll be interesting to see how the Titans will react to it kind of
1: I don't know about the snow situation, it's only projected to be 20%. But excellent points to uh, everything that you said that they just can't let the weather be a factor. And thankfully, it's been colder here for the last week. So maybe they've been practicing outside. I know they have been practicing outside and trying to get acclimated to playing in conditions. And it was actually kind of cold. On Sunday, we were kind of sitting in the sun, but everybody that was sitting in the shade was talking about how freezing they were. They were just frozen. I can imagine. Coach Vrabel actually said during press conference on Tuesday that he's glad that Green Bay is coming off of a win and actually not coming off of a bye week. After this game, we'll have kind of a mini bye week and the next game After that is going to be against the Bengals on the 27th.
0: Yeah, that'll be a fun one. That
1: will be fun. Uh, The Titans are still number one in the AFC South and currently number three in the AFC. The Chiefs and the Dolphins. That is something I don't think I've ever heard in the years we've been doing this show, that the Dolphins are actually in the AFC Running right now, and as high they're ranked as high as they are. Have you heard of that?
0: Um, no, I mean, they've really taken advantage of the bills, uh, losing to. The Vikings on Sunday in a really um, in a really good game. Yeah, the Bills lost to the Vikings in overtime, and the Dolphins have that one game over Buffalo. And I th- definitely think that um, that'll be a huge advantage for them, especially with winning the division. But the Jets are still competing, so if the Jets can uh, do something, then maybe we'll see the Jets up there, which will be r- really strange.
1: It will be, and so it goes: the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Ravens, and the Jets. Those are that's the top five in the AFC. It's crazy. I don't know. I find it just it, so um, so crazy, but r- really very happy that we are still, for the second year in a row, kind of high up in the AFC.
0: Yeah, st- seating will definitely matter, especially in this year's playoffs, because you got the AFC is actually pretty stacked this year, so it'll be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, well, listener, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com on the audio tab or wherever you're listening right now. Also follow us on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kason. Send us a DM and let us know where you're listening from, and we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.
0: Thank you for tuning in, listener. This is Kason and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten, tighten up, up and, and beat Tennessee, Tennessee tough. tough
1: and beat the Packers.
0: Let's go. <laughs>